That's rude. And I said, what about African queenies? Spit on the African queen. Do you know the way? (laughs) My bruda. (laughs) And you said, I don't know. It sounds kind of (laughs) racist. It's not racist. Uganda's not a race. Still sounding racist. (laughs) If someone did a cowboy impression, that's not like, that's not racist against cowboys. No, I mean spitting on the African queen. Oh, no. No, I mean, that could she's be literally the queen of Africa, Brian. You have to be more respectful. <laughs> the queen of I the don't country know of Africa? <laughs> no, they're the queen of Ugandan knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the way to spit on the African queen? My Bruda. My Bruda in Christ. You made the sandwich. <laughs> I also don't know what breakfast at Tiffany's is. Neither do I, actually. I barely knew that Tiffany's was like a jewelry store. I know I it just, has Audrey Hepburn in it. Yeah, and that's I know what she looks it. like in this movie, at least on the posters, with the gloves and the cigarette mm-hmm. holder and the yeah. hair. And it's that's Audrey, Audrey Hepburn yeah. again. Is it. Tiffany's... The, are they talking about the store Tiffany's? I always assumed there was a person in the movie called Tiffany's. Oh, you Tiffany. thought breakfast at Tiffany's was we're going over to Tiffany's to have breakfast? Yeah. My dinner with Andre, yeah. It's the sequel. <laughs> no, it's like, wait, maybe. I have no, I don't <laughs> no, know nothing about this. Breakfast, breakfast yeah. comes up earlier in the day, so it would be the right. prequel. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like, they serve My breakfast excellent and breakfast <laughs> and also have jewelry worth tens of thousands of dollars. Or maybe they don't serve breakfast at all. It's just like, we're so rich that our breakfast is you buy me diamonds. Maybe, yeah. Maybe their jewelry is just encrusted. <laughs> Hi, I'm Josh. I'm an analyst here. <laughs> what in movie are we fucking doing? And this is the one thing I got. That does not answer my question. It's the one thing we got. The song. With and I breakfast said, at "What Tiffany's? about Breakfast at Tiffany's?" Okay. And you said, "I don't know anything about that movie." <laughs> and I said, I'm "I Rick didn't Fox. even fucking watch that with you." <laughs> I'm Rick Fox. I am an. Well, author. shit. I guess you got nothing. <laughs> I still don't know what movie we're watching. Breakfast at <laughs> Tiffany's. She said, "I think <laughs> I'm Rick Fox. I am an author in Nashville, and I am." I guess I'm Audrey Hepburn. Damn it. Uh, I'm Vsauce, and you're Michael, and we're going to talk about if fish drink water. Weird left turn. I'm just going to roll with it. All right. Um, I'm Caleb. I live in Nashville, and I like gloves. And we're opinionated. And I don't think fish drink water. Right? I mean, well, I, I know I that accidentally. To... I think that when they eat other fish. Do fish drink fish, anything? No, I think that when they eat other fish, water gets into their body. What about fish that don't eat fish? Well, they're still, like, sucking up other I food. Would, I would say they probably have to. I mean, they have to get hydration somehow, and I don't think but it would just be purely thing. through the... Yeah, maybe it's like when we burp, you know? Like, we get air stuck but in I mean, our like, belly. Maybe is, they it's get like it. plants asking, like, do you think humans go out and get vitamin D? Like, not <laughs> yeah. as a conscious no, decision. It's like, it's like, like asking humans them. what their preferred gas to inhale is. Right. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, <laughs> tonight we're watching Breakfast at Tiffany's. Breakfast at Tiffany's came out in 1961. Currently has an 88 on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. It was written by Truman Capote and George Capote. Axelrod. Yeah, it's Capote. And George Axelrod. <laughs> and directed by Blake Edwards. And it stars Audrey Hepburn and a bunch of other people who aren't Audrey Hepburn. A young New York socialite becomes interested in a young man who has moved into her apartment building, but her past threatens to get in the way. The only thing I know about Breakfast in Tiffany's, as you could tell from the intro, which Rick may or may not have cut, (laughs) is the song that references Breakfast Breakfast at Tiffany's Tiffany's. Mm -hmm. and pictures of Audrey Hepburn 
looking like Audrey Hepburn. Correct. Yes. Those are the two things I know about Breakfast at Tiffany's. That's fair. That is it also the two things. It might be about a jewelry store because in the pictures she's wearing some jewelry. <laughs> I, that is the summation of my thoughts on Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> Stuff like this makes you wonder why we're doing this month. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we got uh, we got two other good episodes already out of these old these old ass movies. We don't need well, to know about stuff to talk about. We hardly know about the stuff we talk about anyway. I mean, well, okay, Brian, sure. what made you pick this movie? Because it was between this and the African Queen, and I asked you guys, and you said we should do breakfast. <laughs> okay, what 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 made you decide between this and the African Queen? That what I just said. No, no. He means why like did why did you say like the these list? two? Oh, but of my list, why yes. was this on? Yes. is what you mean. Yes. The song? Is it just the song? <laughs> no, I just heard that it was. Uh, I asked friends like, "What are good old movies?" And this and African Queen came up. So. Which of okay. your friends have seen Breakfast at Tiffany's? I have. I have another friend who does uh, movie reviews on YouTube. Okay, uh, gotcha. Huh. Okay. Interesting. And so, he's got like a bajillion movies. So you know nothing about this. It was just no. also a recommendation. Yeah. Well, after you watch it, this will be one thing you've got. Is the, the African Queen? That line is just going to get repeated throughout this yes. episode. Yes, so uh, who's are, are we taking bets on whether Tiffany's they're they're referring to as a person or the store? I I'm, think it's the jewelry store. I'm going to go with jewelry store as well. I mean, I figured that Tiffany was a person. Okay, okay. and I'm also in the person camp. Okay, well, I would have never 50, thought 50. about the store Tiffany what if it's before both? you guys say. I mean, it could be what Tiffany did. Maybe this is the this origin is so of the old. store this Tiffany. This is the yeah. Tiffany. Yeah, like after the breakfast at Tiffany, she's like, you know what? I do want to sell jewelry. That's <laughs> <laughs> the end of the movie, yeah. No, uh. It's where she transitions from initially being someone who just owns a diner, and she decides that by the end that she wants to run a jewelry store. I so, just, okay, so it's the same Tiffany. Yeah. yeah. But, you're, but in Tiffany's neither diner. situation are you having it at Tiffany's house. Like, yeah. it's, Tiffany's it's is a diner. off having owned it by at Tiffany. Tiffany's the diner. Who is owned by Tiffany, but also the same Tiffany that becomes the Tiffany of Tiffany's No, it's just store? that it's a diner owned by Tiffany. Therefore, it is Tiffany's diner. Yeah. At the, at the diner, there was a person who was a diamond seller, and then the diner gets robbed, and she heroically saves the diner. With and a they spatula. Say, Let me give you all of these diamonds, and she says, I guess I will open a diamond store now, and that's the movie. Why if she just, like, starts out as a diner? <laughs> and it's all it's still just called sure. Tiffany's because it's Tiffany's place. Yeah, uh-huh. But she makes jewelry on the side and she starts realizing that's a lot more lucrative than the than selling so, pancakes. Yeah, so and the, fried the pancake eggs. part yeah. the just person, slowly gets phased out. The person in the restaurant isn't a, a jeweler, but specifically a diamond supplier who needs to have a jeweler to combine these things there into jewelry, go. which is then and she's sold. got two different friends, ones that's like, No, you can do much better selling high end jewelry, and the yeah. other ones that's like no, no. What all about need, the people? All you need to do is start selling waffles. Your margins will go sky high. <laughs> yeah. right. I've got all of these tiny wrenches and like sets of pliers and a soldering iron and nothing to do with them. <laughs> Wait, are there tiny wrenches involved in making jewelry? Yes. I think so, yeah. yeah. That's neat. Yeah. I know that. Hey, uh, g- good job, guys. We really drew that pattern. <laughs> I just think it's funny that I had a daughter and immediately the first movie we do is Breakfast at Tiffany's. Wait, is that why? a daughter-ass why? movie? Because this, this is what I think of as like a quintessential girl movie. What? Yeah. I've never seen it. So Are I the quintessential you. girls you meet like in their nineties? I mean, I didn't know a lot of homeschoolers, so they didn't. You're have, thinking like, of lifetime terms of. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say you're thinking like women from the Hallmark Channel. Yes, like <laughs> someone's son who's really into hockey dies, but his ghost has to keep the team going for one last season. <laughs> and every girl's movie since then has just been utter degeneration. It's like the scene from Ghosts, except instead of doing a clay pot, they're like 
taping his stick. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's him just skating along with the person. <laughs> and I <laughs> always... the time of my life. Oh, is that the song? Can, no, I, I just sang. I thought it was Careless Whisper, but then I couldn't remember what Careless Whisper was. That's just what I thought you started to sing, Never so I took dance it on. Again. Guilty we're feet we're stretching no this longer rhythm. than it needs to be. Um, gosh, I can't remember how the mid part goes. I should just cut myself in from another episode. <laughs> that was like seven episodes. And ago, cute. That's <laughs> what I would say if I was a scrub who didn't pay attention to the hundreds and hundreds of episodes where I've done the exact same spiel. What? I didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. I just listened. I, so I you start doing the spiel. No, I, cl- I, I wasn't out. On, I wasn't on the Fern Gully episode, uh-huh. and I just listened to the uh-huh. Fern Gully episode. Yeah. I was like, "You motherfuckers!" <laughs> to be like, fair, it was like, their idea. We're like yeah. 380 episodes in at this point. How do you not know our mid bit? <laughs> I don't. I, don't I mean, do you know how to do everyone else's job where you work? I know how to do everybody else's job here on the podcast. Oh well, yeah, I mean, well, you. Hi, I'm Rick. I'm going to read the paragraph that IMDb supplies me. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have a paragraph supplied to me. <laughs> I did. It's written. I have it printed out right here. Oh, that's, that's the, the outro. End, that's the outro spiel. Oh, whatever, guys. We'll be back in just a bit. Uh, but before we go. If you want to help support the podcast, you can do so on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash opinionated. For as little as a buck a month, you can get all sorts of bonus content, including early access to all of our episodes. As soon as we're finished editing episodes, they go up on the Patreon. So there's all sorts of bonus content there. Definitely check it out. Again, it's patreon.com slash opinionated. That's the first half of it, Rick. What? The second half is... This is so aggressive. (laughs) Pay attention! (laughs) Also, we've launched our Discord. The link to that is going to be in the episode description as well as in our Twitter bio. Guys, we'll be back in just a minute after we're finished watching Breakfast at Tiffany's. You know, there are, like, really successful podcasts that pre-record those and use them over and over again. Yeah, but then how do we get all this wonderful banter while I'm giving Rick Rick a ton of shit? If I could find a real-life place like Tiffany's, I'd buy some furniture and give the cat a name. Tiffany's? You mean the jewelry store? Just love it. Love what? Tiffany's. I do believe love is found Andy Hardy. I'd marry you for your money in a minute. Would you marry me for my money? In a minute. That's not what I would have rather have watched that movie. Yeah. yeah. What year did Sparkus come out? 50s. <laughs> really? It's an old ass movie. Hmm. No shot. That was the fifties. Nineteen sixty. So I was close. That's not the. I'm thinking of the one with uh Yeah, you're thinking of the HBO one. No, no, not even the show. I'm thinking oh. of the uh, the movie with the long haired guy who, like the big the big ben tough Hur. guy comes out and he's like gonna have a fight and Troy Troy yeah and then uh, Achilles. Achilles runs up and just stabs him in the neck. So, like, yeah. so fu- funny story. Um. My my wife is interested in like history, just in polygamy. General. She's uh, she, no, uh, she, she's interested. <laughs> it's Italian in, history, so it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's interested in history in general, and mm-hmm. she's most recently started getting into Roman history. Mm-hmm. And so Good. We Italian looking, history, got it right. <laughs> and we're Bob and Booby, and we were looking up. Um, Have they touched on the boys yet? <laughs> they did that a long time ago, Brian. They touched yeah. on the boys a long time ago. <laughs> there was um, a lot of touching on boys. But we we were looking for some like history channel thing on we were she was just like, eh, she wants to do work on her crafts and have something about the history of Rome playing in the background. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't know 
any shows about this or that. And so I just searched like Rome shows. Oh no. <laughs> and the oh, first no. one that popped Hell up was Spartacus. Yeah. Oh, so okay. they were like, okay, sure, we'll watch a little Spartacus. Yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah. like there's Rome a lot of dicking view in <laughs> there. The there was just dicks for days in Spartacus. It also, I, I think we got like the knockoff version, maybe. Nope. It's it, actually that horny. No. It no. Is it that low budget though? Yeah. Kind of is. They yeah. spent all their money on dick shots. <laughs> <laughs> is it, that expensive? It did not have a high budget. No. Okay. <laughs> they didn't think they needed it, a lot of special effects. I mean, they didn't have the, special effects back in Rome, so why should they need it, that to make it? You're talking about the one where Xena's married to the guy from The Mummy, right? What? Which guy from The Mummy? The, the, the Mummy? The British guy. We got oh. two thirds of the way through the first episode. Okay, so you didn't meet either of them. Their second episode. Okay. Because again, she's working on this while doing her craft, uh, and yeah. she and just so, kept and having so a there's boner. no like interest in like the visuals. It's all just like, wow, there's a lot of really shitty acting going on, <laughs> and this isn't a documentary. I and I didn't think the acting was that bad, but I was maybe distracted by the mm, boobs. Well, there weren't any beans. of those yet either. <laughs> I but think yeah. you just couldn't notice because of the sheer volume of dick. Spe- <laughs> speaking of a culture that touched on people that were too young to be touched on. Yeah. Um, uh, that's well, your intro? Yes. That's how you're bringing us back in? Okay. Audrey Hepburn gets married at 14? <laughs> to a guy old enough to be her father who's literally confused for being her father. Yes. I wonder how common that was at the time, or if that was just like a stereotype people had of the South at the time. And where like, was he saying he it was from? Appalachia, I think. I made that joke. Okay, because they were because that everyone was like, "Oh, she's 14. I, I thought like, it was Arkansas, but it's like something. a hard Appalachian fourteen. You know, making <laughs> that's a why when you joke. said that, I was like, "Oh, that's where she's from." I don't actually know where. I'm she, gonna, I think it was from I'm Kansas. I'm gonna say Arkansas. Arkansas? Uh, no, we call it Arkansas here because if they want to spell it the Rur- same, they're going to say it the same. <laughs> Rural Texas, apparently. Wow. Okay. Close enough. If the <laughs> boot fits. <laughs> I mean, is Texas part of the South or is it just part of Texas? Texas the te- is there own. is a log of Texas in the South. But Texas is like a subgroup of South. Like it is part of the South, but it's also there's very also a log of the South. Subgroup, I think, is just a different circle on the Venn diagram, and it overlaps South. It's effectively its own country, and then there are sub Texans in there. <laughs> sub the Texas within Texas. Yeah, <laughs> like how there's French Canada and stuff. There's like. Brian, you picked a weird fucking movie, man. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> Neither did I, but I i don't know. I oh, yeah, for everyone who haven't seen this, it's not actually, there's no Tiffany there. She just fucking loves a inconsequential the place. Store, she loves Tiffany. the jewelry store yeah. Tiffany. And for I, that reason those, alone, this movie was bullshit. It's <laughs> always that bullshit right. where it's the like. The story that we talked about before we went and watched it would probably have made for a better movie than what we went to watch. <laughs> I, I don't I, think it was I, a I bad can't movie. I stand when people like label songs and shit, something that has nothing to do with the movie and the story. It's just like, oh yeah, I, uh, this, even though this lyric never comes up in the song, I'm going to name it like some famous author from <laughs> 1984 for my song title. Right, they spend like five minutes in Tiffany's in yeah. the entire runtime. I think it, she talks about it a couple she times. She does talk about as it as like lot. the place where she feels happiest and like the world can't get to her. And you, Because she is, in my mind, the earliest example I've ever seen of the manic pixie dream girl. She defines pre-pixie. it. Pre-pixie. Like right now, if, the, if they were to make this movie right now, she would be a failing... Uh, like TikTok or oh, yeah. OnlyFans model, yeah. Oh, no. And he and he would be the like I'm trying to fix her, dude. Yeah, he'd be a lot more be, beta. Cobra Tate, hard <laughs> for life. He he would 
what's the next step up from Discord mod? <laughs> Reddit mod. <laughs> yeah, but you I'm need something sure you get paid for. Uh, mm, get paid. You're a Discord mod for like a really someone really big who pays you to mod it for you. I was just okay. gonna say like Best Buy employee. There you go. Yeah. Okay, uh, a Geek Squad. He works at Geek Squad. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, he, by the end of it, he starts working at Geek Squad to actually make money. Up until then, he's just we, a hobby. We gotta okay. talk about our two characters. There's. I was two gonna say main... none of our audience oh, has any on. idea what this movie is about. Sorry, <laughs> I was going to say there's two main characters because we've got. I Lula May, who despite it why definitely not ever being her call, name. Why would you ever call her that? It's not her name, but I'm going to call her Tiffany for the rest of this episode. <laughs> also fine. I mean, that's what I thought Audrey Hepburn's she's, character's name was. What I she's Holly. <laughs> Here we are. Nah, she's Tiffany now. They never even have breakfast there. She does. She eats outside of it. Okay, that's fair. Once, yeah, well, in passing while the credits are playing. Yeah. Well, yeah, but if I go stand like. At the front door of the bowling alley at like three at like nine in the morning on a Tuesday, I'm still having breakfast at the bowling alley. No, you're having <laughs> breakfast in front of the bowling alley. Well, they don't. They don't. The, maybe the movie isn't breakfast in Tiffany's. It's just yeah. You're at, at Tiffany's. Tiffany's. He's at Tiffany's. Yeah. I will. If you meet right. at Tiffany's, I mean, you don't have to be inside me. the store. <laughs> 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 Illegally, that is correct. <laughs> I'm bound by the law to acknowledge <laughs> your answer. Face closed. See you next time, guys. You are technically correct. The best kind of correct. <laughs> this is the one time this will ever happen on the podcast. Savor it, audience. <laughs> uh, so we've got Tiffany, mm-hmm. whose real name is Holly, but yes. it's hard. No, Audrey it's not her real name. real name is Lula May. Lula May. But, but she's also but she, not Lula May. She repeats repeatedly, but that's not I'm her real. I'm not Lula May. I'm actually just a piece of shit. She well, is. You might she's call not a, I'm a not strumpet. That bad. She she is. She a manic pixie dream girl gold digger. Yes. Anytime. And not and not like no, that's not what I'm doing. She's like actively like I am like keeping track of the fifty richest most eligible men under 50 so i can try and catapult herself specifically for his money she like comes out and says it explicitly i have no beef with that she's completely upfront with that that's her character my beef with her is as soon as anything gets cool or real or like life might go all right she's like i'm gonna move away where no one i know can come with me and also this thing that i take care of i'm going to throw onto the streets yeah that's at the very end of the movie she's having a mental spoiler she's a shitbag she's having a mental breakdown at the time I don't care. <laughs> she does ditch. She lies she in a grave of her own digging. If I come and get your baby, I'm like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm having a mental breakdown. You got to be cool with this, Rick. I'm not being shitty right. by throwing your baby out into the street. I feel like a cat is a little different from a baby. Why? <laughs> because it's a, a life you are responsible. Okay. A cat the, can okay. take care of itself. Yes. Yeah. It's still but, a life form that you are responsible for. Yes. And kicking it out. She has domestic It's an indoor cat kicked cat. out into the rain. Okay. A, it's still shitty. B, yes, it's it nowhere shitty. close to kicking a baby out of the <laughs> Yeah, it's just, I'm just saying it's not the, the same. Okay. I'm, not saying like it's okay. I'm not saying it's cool. Okay. <laughs> then your son, your perfectly capable son <laughs> who not, can hunt and gather. My son would die in an would afternoon be, no, on the New York streets. <laughs> People will find him she and take care of him. He would kill everyone on New York. What do you mean? Like kick my mother-in-law out on the street? And yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> I wouldn't do that to New York. <laughs> okay, so so that's Tiffany. Yes, we've got character Tiffany. A. Okay, no, at least give her the benefit of the doubt of the first half, like ninety percent of the movie. She is someone who is trying to like marry for money because that's the way that she thinks she can take care of herself. That's yeah, better than like she's a rampant cat abandoner that we framed her as just now. <laughs> the cat abandonment does happen at the very right. like five. And- and five she, last minutes of and the to movie. her credit she immediately regrets it like 
I mean, she can regret something all you want. You still have to go back and do something about it. The only reason she did anything about it was because the dude was there to make her see she's a piece of shit. Yes, and she she did see it, so she yes. went back and did it. But that fair, doesn't make her a good person. To be fair, person. if the dude wasn't there, she probably wouldn't have tossed the cat out. Yeah, because he true. was like, oh yeah, the cat would have just been at the house. Yeah, and also let's talk about our second guy yeah. who is a someone who released a book years Paul ago. Paul Barjak. V-A-R-J-A-K. Which he insists on spelling like 40 times and in the And everyone for calls reason. him Fred, so I'm like initially like, okay, Paul Varjak is his like pseudonym. Writer what? name. Yeah, pseudonym. What? Yeah. Yeah. pseudonym. Yeah. We've got Paul Varjak. She was calls just him Fred. cruising on the winnings from the book he published no. years ago. No, he's no, Nicolo. He's, he's cruising well, no. on the money that... Uh, some uh, he has a sugar mama. He, he yeah. is he has the a, mistress for a decorator. someone. I think so. Yes. Yeah, that would be the part I'd the, have uh, trouble figuring out how to translate yes. into uh, modern day standards. He's he's the mister for a married woman who comes and fucks him and leaves him five hundred bucks. Yeah. Essentially, no, no, you, honestly, Brian, you would ju- you would just make him again a writer, just a really shitty, pathetic hipster writer that some other lady is for some reason banging. Yeah, well, I'm fine with the bang. I just don't know like how it would would she also still be paying for his Actually, living no, expenses? This is what you do: you just make him gay and have that have the have it. Well, he'd be bi, but you know, you could you could make the whole thing work. That way, you got a nice inclusive thing going on there. Anyway, Paul's got the, Paul has this luxurious mm-hmm. apartment, and you might be asking yourself, how is he staying afloat? And then we did the math and realized that that five hundred dollars he's getting paid for banging this woman fifty dollars, ac- but in, in time, like for it's us, it would be fifty. I thought it was five hundred. Oh, no, he's getting five hundred from her. He got fifty as like the residuals oh, from a new piece of work. So that that's he like made. five thousand yeah. dollars yeah. a bang. She's giving him Jeez. like five thousand bucks a bang. His right. dick must be amazing. Well, that can't. Maybe not. It's not every bang. Maybe it's just like. When the month comes around, either way, like it's enough to live He's in kept a, on the a nice place in to New be York an City. Easy lay yeah. nearby whenever yes. she wants. At no right. point did I see five hundred dollars. I saw her leave cash on his yeah thing, which, which, if we're honest, is kind of the other side of the coin to a gold digger. Sure, yes, yes. right. Yeah. They're they're both in. They're both a pile of gold. <laughs> <laughs> they are both uh, essentially looking for someone they or being with someone they don't actually care about right. to keep themselves afloat yes, yes. right um i was gonna say that those are our two main characters because that's mm-hmm. what happens with the majority of the story however sure. in the first five minutes of the movie we are introduced to our third character oh god who is is it andy or mickey rooney uh, uh, andy rooney because i think mickey rooney is the guy from the wrestler it's uh, it's one of the Roonies. It is uh, <laughs> Mickey Rooney. I was wrong. Uh, we get Miss Mickey Rooney, a, you, a very white guy. Could you bring up any facts about maybe why? You know, like the sixties were a racist time, bro. Yeah, I mean that's. But I mean, did they do it for laughs? Did yes, they? That do, was entirely comedy. That but was, did they do? Did he come to? Did he come to them with like, hey, I've got a really great character. I think you guys are going to. I, I've got a lot of side gags. I think you're going to really appreciate. I think it was just a part of film culture at the time. Yeah. And let's. Is this based on a book? I, I don't think so. Let's okay. talk about what he does. Mickey Rooney playing Mr. Yunioshi, who is. A Asian man. He looks like he's no. a photographer. An he's Asian got like man studio is a real lights thing. in his Mr. Yunioshi is an Asian character who's yeah, being played by caricature. He's being played by Mickey Rooney, right. who is very much not. In universe, he is not actually a white guy that is pretending no. to be an Asian man. No. In universe, he is an Asian man. Yeah, and it is but, incredibly but in racist. our universe, it's yes. Mickey Rooney with his eyes squinted, saying stuff like, Oh, you being so bad. I'm, I am must a protester. With I'm a college 
the police. With to, gigantic yes. buck teeth. Yes. And like, well, no, it's like a full, like, uh, what are the fake dentures? teeth called? Yeah, it's a full set of dentures over his teeth to like shoot them out. It's, it is and extremely a weird uncomfortable is what it is. I'm sure both for him in terms of like fitting all of those teeth in his mouth and also for us to sit there and be like, damn, right. this is uh, every like 20 minutes for some reason. They'll, it, it's just like to punctuate that we're going in and out of the apartment building. Mm-hmm, basically, he, he has been described as an erasable buck nerd and an offensive ethnic caricature that would have been offensive stereotype that would have been an offensive stereotype if played by an Asian. However, the casting of Mickey Rudy is adding insult to injury. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That's, that Which is... I think is a very apt way of summarizing who he is. Yeah. And he pops up at multiple times oh, throughout yeah. the movie. He is a running gag. he has gag. no like, presence in the story. He doesn't serve an important purpose other than like they... They make up a reason for him to exist, as in they forget their keys all the time, so he has to ring them in. Yes, so that they he's can always they can in the middle him while he's of doing like things. a tea ceremony, or, or he's bath. taking a bath and wearing a sweatband in the bathtub. Right, while he's dunking himself under the water right. entirely. Under dry ice, not water. I oh, don't know what's ice? going on there, but that's not water. There <laughs> is steamy, uh, steamy water, yeah. Sure. Yeah, it was... It's, it, it was... And, and this kind of thing is why the movie's very weird, because there's, there's an interesting story going on between our two main characters but it's very much punctuated by a lot of stuff that feels very 60s 60s. it's a lot like the great gatsby if the great gatsby were interesting in any way yeah that's fair i think so because you've got that you've got the just casual drop that uh tiffany at one point was married at 14 to Mm -hmm. this arkansas hillbilly guy Sure. yeah oh he does show up it's yeah um and then just some stuff that you can tell it was perfectly fine when the movie came out, I guess, as far as like my, the the current sensibilities of the time. But now, when you've got like the tense scene between our two leads, and he's like, "I love you," and she's like, "You don't love me. You don't even know me. I don't owe you anything." And he's like, "Yes, you do. I own you because no, I love you, my you dear. Belong yeah. to you me. belong to me. You belong to me." When he, he should be saying, "You belong times. with me." Yes, but it's repeated frequently. Yes. And later on, when she's made the point of like, like her, she's got this whole thing where like. I'm her, a wild thing. You, I'm a butterfly, baby. You can't People cage can't me. own each other. Like, I don't even own my cat. That's why his name's Cat. Cause I'll how, snap his neck right now just <laughs> to prove it. How could I name him? You don't own me. And he's like, yes, I do. I don't have that big a problem with it, to be honest. Yeah, it, it it's feels, a little. It's it a little weird. It, it it does feel weird to us, but I feel like in in time, like within the time period, not that big a deal. Like of sure, the sins of this movie, this is way way down on the list for me. At least third. <laughs> I'd put it further down than that. It, it goes. It goes. It's the, uncomfortable the cat, for me. Mickey Rooney. No, uh, Mickey Rooney the cat. Uh, well, the cat's not even that big a deal. Like it's just her. I being, consider the cat a big deal. Well, yeah, but not like a. Oh man, they can't show someone abandoning a cat in a movie. These oh days. yeah, okay. I just meant because she's a piece of shit, not because like <laughs> sure, but a, it's an effective way a of cur- cultural that problem a piece of shit. You know what's not a great way of showing someone's a piece of shit? Having them portray an Asian man in a movie with <laughs> a buck tooth. I mean, that is kind of a way, good way to make them look like a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, but he not wasn't a piece. <laughs> he didn't do anything shiggy. He was a perfectly acceptable good person. That was a weird scene at the end, though, when he come out of the bath and just stared at them angrily and didn't yeah. say a word. Just like this just is the, the last water time, <laughs> right? Yeah. Which at at the end, Mister Yoshinori or whatever his name right. is, mm-hmm. 
Um, he does come into play because he ends up getting them arrested. And this is because earlier on in the movie, as part of her just... Or at least helps them get arrested. Wild I don't know if he thing, gets them arrested. As part of her wild thing life. Like, she's got this whole thing where she'll go on expensive dates with rich men, and mm-hmm. then they'll give her, like... Five hundred dollars to go to the bathroom. To, which I know that sounds like what you might think something's going to happen, but no, it's just a, <laughs> no, no. Literally, she's she, going she to the bathroom. She just gets up to go to the bathroom and ask for some money, and they casually give her five hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah well, fifty dollars, but equivocally. Yeah, is is what I'm getting, but I also it feels is, like I'm missing a piece of the puzzle. Like, did I think going to the bathroom mean something different? Then? No, I think what it is is there's someone in the bathroom that you're supposed to tip at places that are yes. this fancy, and so she's oh. asking for the tip and just keeps it. Plus, you there's have to like tip your ass wiper. I guess. Well, Plus, there's like machines in there for condoms and powder and like a million, like there she very well could be paying for stuff in there i want it to be like it's this incredibly nice restaurant but you step in and it's just a gas station bathroom yep. like the, <laughs> it's like the bougiest of the bougie and then you get up to use the restroom and like the maitre d comes over and gives you the stick with the key on the end of the <laughs> yeah the exactly have you ever used one of those Trying yeah. to remember any time I've used a stick key other than at like I told you that was I, I had to have a stick that, key at the place where I went and right. pissed all over the bathroom. That's yeah. right. <laughs> You'll there have to go no, back in the an, in the annals of, of opinionated history to hear listen, that one. The, for for our new listeners, <laughs> there was nowhere safe to sit or stand. And I said, well, if it's already in this poor of condition, no, that's not how you just, you, piss just you do your best to piss like a gentleman. <laughs> no, at that point I was mad. You wash a little bit of the poop away with your piss. I think I did. I think I did as I just sprayed down the sides. Anyway, uh, so she's got this life where she's going and. What if that's how all of that happened? Like everyone just escalated the last, like, oh, he didn't flush. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave poop in the bowl. Oh, he. I'm going to poop on the bowl. Oh, he, he pooped on the bowl. I'm going to piss on the bowl. No, if I, that's how it happened, then I am still the least responsible. <laughs> I did see a, uh, a toilet in condition that was kind of like what you're describing, Brian, because it was, of course, at a stadium in Knoxville, Nayland Stadium. And they're like they're having a game. And someone decided to take their drink cup and drop it into the toilet and then <sighs> poop into it. And so it was not flushable from that point. That. And so it was just like, like lower layer, <laughs> layers of lasagna stacking up on top of it, getting to the point where like you couldn't comfortably sit on it anymore because you'd be touching it. Uh, speaking, speaking of uncomfortable bar, ballpark bathrooms, do you guys ever piss in a trough? Yes. It had one of the like troughs. Twice. I couldn't do it. I had to just walk away. I really dislike the trough. I was like 15 no, the at the time. Awful. I, I don't like okay. the, the splash possibility he, he, i was my, shoulder to shoulder with people just the entire line here's my question yeah. what's your least favorite part of the trough rick uh the fact that it's exposed i really oh don't i like thought you meant like position like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, okay, i really because, don't like to be near the drain you know no i want to be near the drain because there's less like splash there no, it's no, no, got no, that no. weird little net thing that splash reduction i don't know what it is because there's a lot of problems with using the piss trough sure also, we've got a lot of non-American viewers or listeners. I am so curious if any of there's them piss have in ever had, Are there piss yeah. troughs in Europe? Absolutely. I'm sure there are. Okay. But you probably have to pay to use them. Right, right in and let us know if you've ever used a piss trough, all of our European listeners. Because right, we're talking about literally a trough that is several feet wide. It's like the length of the bathroom. Yeah. Right? Up against mm-hmm. the wall. Yeah. Um, my least favorite part of the piss trough was when you're there 
dick in hand ready to piss uh-huh. and you haven't pissed yet but there is a river of other people's piss running past you yep. mm. that is the part that makes me the most uncomfortable okay. it's not even the being exposed to being near other people sure. or i don't like that. being jostled while i'm dick in hand like that is Who's not jostling i mean if it's like a crowd other like people every, like moving in to yeah like make if, room if to it's piss. like you're like leaving like as the as the like if it's a crowded moment in the thing like maybe everyone's gotten up to pee because the game's over and you're you or know, like it's halftime or something yeah exactly i hate it when the like the guy next to me you hear his phone go off and he's like hey can you hold this for me so you gotta reach over and like handle the guy <laughs> and then and then it's like and a, he doesn't even tip you yeah and then it's well, like he a, does. a little boy ah. the, it's like a little boy in the dike situation where you're like just running out of hands <laughs> like standing on one foot <laughs> yeah uh, and the the speaking, going off. speaking of this is shitty, the only time this conversation has happened during a conversation about breakfast at Tiffany's. Hold on, because <laughs> so, I've got what it takes to bring it back. Speaking of shitty bathroom architecture, um, her living room, like her slash couch, her bedroom, yeah, her couch and her shelf were just bisected tubs. Yes. No, bisected. Does that have, they just to be have like one wall cut off? Yeah, it's like a fourth of it cut off so it can be used as. Now, granted, it has cushions. But still, it also has like a disconnected faucet on one side. It's definitely a bath that was turned into a tub, not a like, this is so chic. Look, we made it. You think he his- said a bath made into a tub, a tub made into a sofa. It's the kind of thing right. that definitely had a price tag of like $3,000. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it had the price tag of the tub that was in the apartment when she moved in and she just took a saw. She you- doesn't have a sawzall. <laughs> or you go to the kind of place that does that for you and then sells it to you and it costs $3,000. No, mm. I think she found like discarded furniture in New York and was just like, this can be a couch and this can be a bunk where, bed. Where did she find a two-thirds tub wherever she, however she's affording this clean, mega apartment it's a clean two-thirds i mean everything's she's clean the when you clean it by going on dates with rich dudes for pay her 500 bucks to take a piss she went on a uh rich date with a rich dude that was an artist and he was like hey check out this cool sofa i made what what, what? that's the worst possible <laughs> uh, oh 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 yes, 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 yeah, yeah 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 i'm right there what is uh, his decorator? You think she was actually also a decorator and she decorated his apartment oh. with like the best <laughs> shit you could think of? Like a phone from like the Cave of Wonders from Aladdin. <laughs> like this weird Adonis statue candelabra on the wall. Like I have to imagine she has decorated this to here's, be like. Genuinely, genuinely, here's what I think. I think that because when he breaks it off with uh, with his sugar mama at the uh-huh. end of the movie, because he's like, you know what? No, I'm in love with Tiffany. I'm, I'm cutting you out. I, I don't care about your five thousand dollars. You're trying to pay me. I'm mm-hmm. I'm out of here or whatever. No, that will be ten thousand. Yeah. Um, For a he, weekend. He 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 says like, hey, make sure the next gigolo you get in here behind me is the same size. That way you won't even have to shorten the suits. So it implies that everything in there is still hers. Right. So yeah. I think that she's just like got a bunch of extra shit she owns and that's what she uses to like furnish the apartments that she's well i think this is like a 50 shades of gray kind of situation to where like how duke has his fucking dom jeans they're all torn up and like she has furnished this place to be the place where she gets what so i've never read it but i've heard this verbatim Uh uh-huh when he does his sexy stuff, uh-huh. he has a very special pair of jeans he likes to wear called his Dom jeans. What? A Dom is a person that sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. like sub Dom, yeah. yeah, got it. That, and they're all just like I all did kind torn of think you were up. His Dom jeans at first, <laughs> his <laughs> Dom jeans, and they're just torn up like Abercrombie and Fitch. You think jeans. his Dom they, jeans are like Jinko? I, no, I, no, I guarantee they no, they're are, definitely affliction. <laughs> they they are the described as like yep. skin tight jeans with tears all in. I hate them. that. Do, yeah. Do you think he washes them? 
No. no. <laughs> Dom doesn't that's wash anything. That's Once they Dom get James. torn up to a certain point, you only got so many washes before they just turn into pulp. That's right. Those are some sticky So this, this room is her no, it's like, like it's Dom It's like the room. ultimate starch. Uh, uh, just brittle to the point uh, of fragility. No. But this is her. They become like, this indestructible. Is what, yes. That's right. he, he's, he's wearing all those suits and like that gets her off because they're her suits. Yeah, he is a Ken doll for her and this is like the room she likes having her muff like explored in. Because <laughs> this is the fucking 60s so it's muff forever. Like you never find your way out of the muff. <laughs> Correct. Anyone who doesn't have muff is a harlot <laughs> so holly no no but uh, no because she's a wild because thing. remember for the majority of these men mm-hmm. she is she is desperately trying not to get laid to the that's point true. Yeah. of her apartment and then just locking the door quickly and escaping out the fire escape right yeah. which like that's not the best like method that's she's th- clearly not good at managing her <laughs> shit rick she's not she's not she's really not she's not and and this is bringing it all the way back around pre-pissing uh, conversations <laughs> but the reason that the uh racist caricature uh mr yoshinori comes into play later on in the movie is because or we, at all we find out that Early in the movie, Holly is going to visit someone at Sing Sing Prison. I can't remember how and he got in touch Paul with her. Paul is like, that's so weird. What's going on? Yeah. And it's because she's going to visit Sally Joey, Tomato. Sally Tomato. Yes, Sally Tomato. Who yep. is alleged to Because his tomato be, gets pinched later. Yeah, who is alleged <laughs> to be the head of the mafia in New York. Well, hey, I'm not Kayak's mafia. Yeah. And and she says, oh, it's so nice. We just go and talk. And uh, it's just so romantic. And his lawyer innocent pays chit-chat. me. And it's just innocent chit chat. And then he gives me a weird weather report to yep. report back to his lawyer. And it's very clear to everyone watching that it's like, oh, she's like yeah. running code. coded drug messages yeah. from him. Yeah. To it's also clear to everyone when they hear her like her plea of like why she has nothing to do like like oh she's just fucking stupid right (laughs) Right, when it was like oh there's gonna be snow this weekend in In uh, new orleans yeah oh yeah how is she saying new orleans new orleans she has a orleans or or, she made it sound like a pokemon (laughs) she does have a strange accent throughout the entire movie (laughs) pokemon pokemon there's gotta be a pokemon mr yoshinori gets the cops involved because he's constantly threatening to call the cops and then eventually towards well, the I don't think he does. I think they just finger, they just figured out who she is. But and he wraps like, her out. I think that he, they just, he just let the no, cops in. He wants in, I her think. out of the apartment. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you could just kick her out. He hates That's, her. That, there's rules. There's like, rules. She's technically not breaking any rules by being the worst. <laughs> she's because, very, because very loud. Let's talk a little bit about her manic ways. Sure. Because she's got a lot of them and it takes up... It, the movie is kind of broken up into like her and Paul are talking while she's being wild and manic. Mm. And then there's a brief, like they go on a date together. Right. And then she's, she's immediately like, I'm going to go bang shoulder this. Yeah. Because it's not even like, I'm going to go bang this guy. Yeah, it's it's like, marry this she guy. clearly gets like scared, freaked, freaked out by it. And so she decides that, I got to double down on like um, finding just a rich finding person. the richest guy near me sure, to yeah. get together with for financial security or whatever. Right. right. But what are some of the manic things she does? Cause I, she keeps, she her, has a, cra- like a crazy party of rich people and set someone's hair on fire, which is immediately like yeah. poured out as though it's no big deal. Like someone puts no one even looks at it. Yeah, exactly. And sixties parties are so weird because it's what you would describe as a rager, but because this movie's made in the sixties, 
It's a rager where every person is in a suit. Yeah. Right. yeah. And also, nobody is there who's like under the age of 40. Correct. Right. Yeah. Except it's for all like your parents and grandparents. They're all busy working in the mines. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest, the suit thing is, is kind of cool to me. I, I would like to go to like a rager where everyone's in a suit. That sounds fun. But. It sounds classy, also, yeah. and it sounds like visually it'd be very fun. I think all that people and all that drinking, and, and I that think small I would space. sweat through all two that, suits yeah. by the time that <laughs> night right. was done. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, also, I think someone pissed on Paul at some point. Did you guys see that? Well, no. When what? he was sitting on the suitcase in the floor, clearly just kind of like Hang overwhelmed. He's answering the ridiculous looking phone that is in Holly's suitcase. Sure. Yeah. He has had to crawl in between the legs of several people and you can see them just standing over him and he's talking on the phone and like blah, blah, blah. Essentially the cops are going to come here soon. He hangs up and then he like crawls out. And at one point somebody like sits on his back temporarily. When he stands up, you can see There's that his, moisture wool, on his, his back. wool coat ha- is like slick with as if somebody spilled something on him. Yeah. Yes. Or just popped or, a spot yeah. and took a piss. Yes. Treated him like a ballpark trough. Well, like, yes. his, uh, all that uh, ass crack sweat. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know which is worse. <laughs> Between 60s what? crack sweat or <laughs> piss? Yeah. I'll take I crack think, sweat I think six, any day. No, I think 60s crack sweat. Why? That stink is going to be Because piss is piss, regardless of what era you're in. No, crack not sweat in that is day. smell They didn't even know ever. what age were. He's got a point. <laughs> it doesn't travel through piss. It might. That, it yeah, might they travel does. through ass sweat. They didn't does. know that. <laughs> hmm? I think it does. It's just bodily fluids. Yeah, if age blood piss specifically. gets in my fucking bloodstream, I've got age piss blood. <laughs> what are you doing with the piss? It gets it like, like I've got scratches right now. Suppose it got into my scratch. How forceful is that piss stream, my dude? It doesn't have. It doesn't have to be like injected with a uh, injector, <laughs> like a pressure wash. It just needs to get stream. there. Jesus, aerosolized, tear, tear through flesh, <laughs> cleave no. flesh from bone. What else does she? What else does she do? Oh, uh, well, she loses her shoes. It's movie, a we? weird movie, and all she does is run around and act crazy and then they've got one day where they have a date and it's kind of cute because they're like yeah. oh we're gonna go around doing all sorts of stuff that we, I, like she's never checked tra- out a library book turns they're taking turns doing things that they've never done before yeah and it's a little weird because it starts with like well i've never gotten hammered before 9 a.m oh we're gonna <laughs> no have he absolutely has breakfast. he's never done it before breakfast right plenty during breakfast correct yeah. But his his thing is yeah he's never done that so she's like we'll do spend the day doing things that we've never done before so like walking they, down the street early in the day like they, I'll keep a commitment to someone I care that, about that <laughs> is one of the things though she's like I've never walked I've never taken a walk downtown in the morning okay man, how she right. get to Tiffany's for breakfast no she got out of a car then yeah oh mm-hmm. I see yeah. as long as she doesn't walk it okay yeah but it's um, weird though because it feels like. I don't know. Of all the things. I've never breathed the air on 6th Street. Even oh, though the she, thing she says she, okay, before so they yeah. do all this, she's like, There's, you, you're going to have trouble finding things I've never done. Yeah, so they... Never they, been in a library. Yeah, she, she yeah. Like, like checks out a library book. He, he ends up signing it because it's his book. Yeah. Um, and they piss off the librarian that way. They go and steal they go, stuff, steal yeah, they masks go, from a store. They just go steal stuff. Like, yeah, that's, that's the thing they're going to do is, is they just go, they go steal yeah, It's kind of cute. It is cute, but it's, it is a weird scene because they are the most suspicious human beings because they make eye contact with everyone while they're looking at things. And it's like a slow pan every time when they're like, should I steal this? Including shit like, there is a shelf 
full of goldfish in bowls and <laughs> she decides she is she is 90 percent of the way there like this is what i'm gonna steal she takes her big poofy hat she puts it over the goldfish bowl she picks it up and changes her mind yeah i don't see she's, when they put it down it just goes from there's a goldfish put, hidden in well, her hats to now they're running out the store and there's no goldfish. she, she takes she it, it from the bottom shelf and puts it on the top yeah she i don't know why takes her hat off yeah she just i think she just decides against it her I tiny, can't away tiny with bird it, arm yeah. she realizes she cannot run away with this so it's uh, it, it's kind of cute though. It is kind of cute. It's like, fine. I yeah. like I liked the date scene. It's I did. Nice. I like these two together. They are right. they are it's, a nice it's couple. When it seems like they're actually two normal human beings. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Well, Semi normal at least. <laughs> and this scene reminded me. It feels like very much like a teen movie, like a yeah. modern teen movie. Yeah, like, like a, a a vintage Scott Pilgrim, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Minus all the video game stuff, but well, I did yeah, but they get didn't the have vibe I mean, where, where it's yeah. like it there's a, a quirky comedy. woman who has trouble with commitment, and a guy who's who's kind a, of a sad sack and down on his. No, luck I was about to say Scott Pilgrim's kind of a piece of shit himself. So, he, yeah, yeah. yeah. But this but, guy's fine. He's just a gigolo. He's just a gigolo. <laughs> he, he has problems with boundaries about calling people property. Like, yeah. <laughs> and just bursting into their house for no reason. I mean, she right. did that first. She yeah. Did. yeah, she yeah. But he's that. also a gigolo and is basically somebody else's property. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that. But, no, because they don't love. And you're someone's property when you love. Yeah. When they're loved. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, he really need to, uh, as a Ryger, be able to verbalize what he meant by that better than just being like, you are legally bound to me because <laughs> I care about you. <laughs> you are like a dog to me. <laughs> but unlike you, I won't put you on the street. Yeah. Because um, I'm not a wild thing. I'm a respectable adult gigolo. <laughs> but so. it, it has that it has that teenage movie kind of vibe. Sure, where yeah, you yeah. Got the two in high school. There's a 14 year old there yeah. being wooed by an older man, and <laughs> oh, well, presumably, <laughs> presumably she's at least well within 16 by now. <laughs> well, speaking of the very uncomfortable moment when you realize that she got married when she was 14 to somebody old enough to be her father. Mm. Yeah, there is her brother we've not mentioned sure. up until now, and it's Fred. it's been clear that she really cares about Fred. Um, and you get you kind of get drip fed this fred being her her brother she has a yes. brother named fred even that's though that's what i said yeah but, right but there's confusion but we've called the other guy fred several that's times and he is that's called fred. The, the reason that she is called paul fred throughout the movie and we call him fred <coughs> mm-hmm. is because that's what she refers to him throughout the entire movie yeah. and she calls him fred because she says you look like my brother you think right. she casually kisses fred on the mouth when she's feeling down and whatnot i think <laughs> she just cares about fred a lot and it's it's clear that she does. Yeah. Uh, when but we, do you think when we she learn... casually kisses him on the mouth? Probably not. Well, I don't want to think that. <laughs> I don't care if you want to think Arkansas, it. Rural Texas. Yeah, rural Texas. Do you think this wild thing kisses her brother on the lips? Her slow, <laughs> gullible... Slow? Lo- he's slow. Yeah. They say oh, he's did slow. They? Yeah. Okay. That's he, a, no, he... He it's, is effectively the guy from that's fucking... That's why she has to take care of him. Okay, I missed that yeah, detail. Yeah, I missed she, she Tell us says, about the rabbits, George. He's yeah, effectively okay. that. Okay. She, she says that he's slow. The ar- he's he's in the army, and that's the best thing for him. He's good with horses. Because, he loves right. being a bugger. Yeah, because... Uh, mm. That those, are, those are all things that okay yeah those that are he's also that a horse yes <laughs> he is a horse he just, <laughs> he just <laughs> like in the picture you thought it was the brother but then you just see a horse in the background <laughs> that he was said, red he's taking he's t- he's doing his tour in the in the war he just got so big yeah. so fast it's weird it's like he wasn't human or something when, when, when they call him slow he's just like not fast yeah he's a mule they no, describe he's, just, him. he's just horse level intelligent no, no slow no, not intelligent he's just not a speedy horse yeah as far as he's horses not winning go races 
He's six foot two, you know, like 15 stone. At the stone. shoulder? <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw <laughs> like, what, like four tons? <laughs> anyway, That's a lot of peanut butter. She does, she does have a, a brother. She cares a lot about him. Yes. It's clear throughout the movie because she references him a lot. And when we and when we learned the backstory about how when she was 14, it was just her and her mm, brother. Well before 14, she was married at 14. Mm. She got caught by this guy stealing milk and eggs. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to marry you. I guess. Sure. So, Instead of so like we'll say 13, adopting them as his other four we'll children. You just can't to bang someone you adopt, Brian. That would be wrong. Oh. This that is Appalachia be, we're talking about. Catch for you Woody Allen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, her and her brother had run away from their previous parents, I guess, mm-hmm. who had mistreated them. And when they were teens, and then the man who eventually married her. Correct. Uh, took them in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it was like to raise was, his four children who were presumably roughly her age while he was like uh, she she was I mean, as happy as anyone could be she was fat i mean she talked all the time who could be happier right being forced to raise someone else's children and their special brother <laughs> jarback did think yeah. that like oh you must be her father yes yeah yes so yeah um, probably the same age as his actual children uh but she's she talks about how it w- it was just her and her brother for a while, right? And then she nicknames she nicknames Paul Fred because she she cares about him. He looks like right. Fred. And then later on, they get she's incredibly excited because she hears that her brother's getting out of the army, mm-hmm. and he's but she's also back. worried because she, she hasn't made money to take care of him. Right. Yet. But but she's like, no, I'm going to take care of. Him. She's like, right. to I'm it. G- she's excited I'm gonna marry for this him guy to, to do it. Despite yeah. the fact that she has lamented repeatedly that she only has like nine dollars in her. Yeah, she keeps out. losing money by somehow. Well, like, she also like doesn't have she doesn't do anything with herself where she'd actually be making any yeah and you have an apartment in new york what the fuck do you expect (laughs) fifty dollars per time she shits Uh, (laughs) the money that she gets from her candy store aka sally tomato right yeah that's like hundreds of dollars there just rolling in and she's just like i've got to get the cum cleaned off of my dress so i can go out and do this again (laughs) yeah she's also heartbroken when she gets the telegram that her brother has died in a car accident in kansas well this is after she has turned down the love like the the genuine uh, albeit 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 turned down paul varjack love yeah because he uh isn't rich and yeah. he likes to own people <laughs> yeah mostly the he isn't rich thing yes <laughs> but yes yeah, it also mostly no, she warms up she to the ownership his, by the end of the movie mm-hmm. she can't deal with the idea that someone actually wants to be with her so <laughs> sure whatever yeah and then uh, so she's courting the next president of what panama somewhere? brazil yeah. something, yeah, something like, like that, that yeah. and then and and it's clear that she's happy about it pr- primarily because she's going to be Taking care of it very well off. Yes. And she'll have horses for Fred to hang out with his own people. Correct. Correct. <laughs> He'll have to learn Spanish. El nay. <laughs> um, Por- Portuguese specifically. Oh, yeah, Portuguese. Uh, and then that's when she gets arrested. And right. because she's been arrested, her Brazilian fiance is like, I can't handle this scandal. Yeah. yeah. And this is when Paul comes back and he's like, look, you know, you turned me down before to go after this Brazilian royalty guy. Right, yeah that's clearly not happening anymore he just telegrammed you that it's yeah. not happening i love you marry me and she's yeah. like no i'm still going to brazil i might as well use that ticket right yeah and and this is still like it's very clear she's just scared yes sure um she is scared and in a incredibly emotionally distraught moment here and like, she can't bring her cat with her to brazil so she's gotta just snap it so right there no <laughs> so she just flings it out onto the streets of new york in the middle of a thunderstorm yes like it is pouring down rain and, and it's so sad too because 
as much as a cat can act. Yes. Like, she's trying to shove it out the cab into and the And the like, it's fucking raining, and the, dude. And the cat is like, no, and like tries to get back in the cab. Well, I'm yeah. sure the like, direction for the, the director gave the cat said, like, you don't want to leave her. You want, you're want you in love with her. This is who you're supposed to be. Right. With. It's not the cat's acting. It's all the directing. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and this is when we get, you know, Paul has had enough. He He makes his speech about how you know, she's constantly talking about being caged in and she doesn't want to be owned, but she's essentially caging herself. Right, you're in already by, in a cage broad. Right. Yeah. By refusing to let herself be happy and mm-hmm. to open up. Sure. Yeah. Um, and throws the Apple Jack ring or the Cracker Jack ring at her. Yeah. They had some special. That was engraved yeah. when they went to Tiffany's to for Tiffany's. less than $10. Yes. Which, which does mean that it's from tiffany's yes. yes and so that it means something to her yeah um that should have been the name of the movie cracker jack ring from tiffany's <laughs> and he, this is no, almost cracker jack the, ring at tiffany's this right. is almost <laughs> the best like decision he's made the whole movie like he's finally realized this chick is fucking like a dumpster fire and going to ruin his <laughs> life so he's to get that cat and just right. he's a good-looking successful gigolo who writes on the side <laughs> successful gigolo. and he can do whatever the fuck he wants on, like she's cool with him having like his own actual girlfriend as long as he goes muff diving correct <laughs> like he has it he is he is if he can make it in new york he can make it and he made it <laughs> like he fucking made it dude. he's a new york gigolo and instead he wants to just like ruin everything to be with this this well the thing is do you guys remember really early youtube days the crazy hot matrix video yes yes no you don't know the crazy hot matrix video i do not know the okay crazy hot so matrix it's video. it's the like there's a there's a line it's like one to ten on one end right. one to there's ten on x axis here's how crazy she is here's how hot she is okay you want one where the hot is well above the crazy yeah and there's like a unicorn zone of like they're no, you not want to crazy minimize, all, but also you like want to ten. minimize crazy but you want to maximize hotness right and there's like this is the dating zone this is the marrying zone you never trust that a person is like a 10 hot but a one crazy because yes. you're talking to a dude <laughs> that sounds like a very teenagery middle it, school it was thing. yes and it was sure. funny sure. but okay. the point but, is that the the person we're talking about here is absolutely a 10 on the crazy scale yeah but not also, a 10 no, no she's, she's like, a, like a six no, to be fair she's how the like fuck are you eight. defining 10 <laughs> no, real bad she's like did not eight. know my bro you did not know my brother's girlfriends i have seen 10 on the crazy scale man oh. no, okay she's not okay. a crack how much were they getting I yes how, how much were they getting to shit <laughs> How they hot were they? Do it for free. Oh, oh God! <laughs> but the beef here is that she's going to run his life unless he changes her by owning her. <laughs> yes. Well, which at well, the end he does, so it works but, out. But by the other metric, he is not like financially stable. No, no, he's so, no, he his is. Income he, is he, now he gone. Fifty wing wings. He got fifty bucks. No, no, that was the re- that was the like royalty check that he got from it. But like he is, he, like she is he continuing. Is he riot. cannot he is, maintain her partying lifestyle. <laughs> he is now con- well. His partying lifestyle is there so she can meet dudes to no, marry. No, no, no. That is a that is this is how she's going to live. She's not just going to suddenly not do this. It's like the day after. Nah, she'll just like go sit out on Did her porch and like her play knitting? guitar. Well, she's going to knit another ranch. Yeah. That's a phase. She was going through a phase where she thinks she yeah, can do Yeah, it went so that. well. She put a bull on the wall and was learning Portuguese, my man. I don't <laughs> think she's keeping that up. <laughs> I don't think she's that. I don't think she is inherently going to ruin his life. It is definitely on the list of possibilities. It I will is put a it that high way. It is top three possibilities. I'm 33%. Now, if Frank were alive... 
this would be a completely different conversation because she has to take care of him. Mm. She doesn't have time yeah. to fucking be crazy anymore. No, if she, if Fred was alive, she would absolutely fuck up his life because she would go crazy off for some rich dude that would presumably take stable. care. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he can get rich and he can like get her a, a little horse at Tiffany's. <laughs> a little horse at Tiffany's. That's the name of the <laughs> Yeah, a little, little horse, horse at Tiffany's. <laughs> anyway. Now, thinking back to the song now, Yeah, I think it makes... And this is all based on me you not mean actually the River song. No, no the uh, what about Breakfast oh, the Breakfast Tiffany, Tiffany song? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I think that whoever wrote that song probably had the right idea, which was like, we're not together, but that one date was nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I recall. I think we both kind of liked it. Yeah, having breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, but I'm glad I'm not with you, you crazy person. <laughs> I don't know. She's I think, not that bad. I think he had her at the like. He should have kept being a gigolo. She should have kept doing whatever the fuck she felt like doing with whatever that was and they just but what like, she felt like doing was moving to brazil before that part before the brazil phase they just need before to keep the brazil doing, phase she was trying to marry the weird ugly the, dude like a weird orange guy with like uh, bleached yellow like, hair the only yeah. did a was really giggle. gross evil pang oswald yeah there you go she was she was gold digging yes yes which is fine the, but she he needs to keep her That's, at that range and just hang out and kiss sometimes. And <laughs> I don't, don't let that, her ruin his life. I don't think that's what he wants. I, don't think, no. I know it, but he needs to know better. <laughs> he wants to own her. I know, but... The, <laughs> Brian, you sound like you've been hurt before. <laughs> no, I just... I've seen some things. <laughs> i know someone else get hurt before. I have seen this story many a time. And <laughs> Breakfast at Tiffany's doesn't end with, like, a year from now where they're both happy on their ranch together with a horse named Fred. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying, like, this movie needs an Into the Woods kind of part two where everything goes to shit like this ends with him burying her in the woods and making a book about his life and being really famous and successful (laughs) this was done by truman capote so that kind of fits he winds up on the new york times bestseller list because she does ruin his life and like that's the part two is he's reflecting on all the (laughs) fuck-ups yeah the second half of the book is him having a weird fever dream where he's dying from the rickets and remembering all the times he's had (laughs) (laughs) wait wait, wait. speaking of all the fuck-ups okay we watched this movie. Mm-hmm. We could have watched. My the favorite Queen. part of this movie was. I don't think this was How a that, fuck up. That's, that is a terrible segue. <laughs> no, no, watching this movie was one of our fuck ups. <laughs> I hate to admit it. You don't like this movie? This no, whole, not this whole really. Month is, this whole month has kind of been I a think, fuck up. There's, I think. <laughs> there's uncomfortable stuff, in the, but overall, I had an all right time. I just. I I didn't like the like weird racist caricatures and like the casual like she got married at 14 just throwing that in and not caring about it that stuff was weird but that's not the reason i disliked the movie Mm -hmm. i mostly just disliked the movie because she was kind of an obnoxious person what no she was fine um manipulating pretty much everyone around her with all her use of darling this and that and baby and and it's not to and it's not to the like i don't think this is a bad movie sure uh, m- minus the couple things I already mentioned. Yeah. Um, my favorite part of it is the date that they go on because I think it's really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like seeing that and I think they've got good chemistry and I like seeing them going around and doing a variety of things. Sure. Where, like, because I feel like it'd be easy to, now, it'd be easy to be like, oh, I've never been hang gliding or something like that. Sure. But it's, it's a lot of really mundane things just that one of them has never experienced before. Yeah. And it's just them sharing little pieces of life with each other. Sure. And it's kind of cute. I like it. Um, they seem normal in that moment. Yeah. My least favorite part of the movie is 
Do I have to say Mickey Rooney? No, you or just, I was going to say, can we, we, can we, we can just obvious say, We can just say this was made in the 60s. It was a different time. We all I'm gonna say did something bad. bad. I'm going to say her kicking her cat out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was Ow, 60s. There's a different time. No, that's not even my least favorite part. My least favorite part is her weird bathtub furniture. <laughs> oh, I dislike her weird bathtub It doesn't furniture. look comfortable. But thinking, I mean, now that I think about bathtubs like that, were those comfortable as bathtubs? I, I think if the rest of the wall had been there, probably. Yeah, you don't typically sit in them sideways? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, when you're in the bath, like, it just seems so deep. I don't feel like, and no, not I want long a deep, enough. No, I want a nice, big, deep bath. No, well, it's not I want the, a bath to come up to my neck. Yeah, I want the water level to be deep. I don't want the wall to be so sheer that I can't lean back comfortably. Uh, no, they, they had a lean back part. Is there? Okay. There was. Um, I don't know. It's a good movie that I don't ever want to watch again. Yeah. Okay. How, yeah, you, how do you raise something like that? I'll give it three and a half out of five piss drops. That's higher than I expected. I was it is actually, like, yeah. Like, right in the middle. Like, well, I didn't hate it. I, yeah, I, it yeah. was fine, and yeah. it was kind of fun to, like, it's similar to raise our eyebrows and go, oh, really? <laughs> I liked Oppenheimer, but I only ever want to see it again. Yeah, okay, that's, yeah sure. I'm there, too. Um, This is a pretty good rom-com. Like, it is not my kind of movie, but it's, it's absolutely a rom-com. What's your like, favorite kind of rom-com? Yeah. Uh, What's your favorite rom-com just in general? I mean, I don't watch 50 a lot of, First Dates. Probably Hitch. Hitch, Hitch, Hitch is, is pretty a good, good. Option. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, this movie is very 60s in a lot of ways. Um, and it's not really for me, but from a, did I get at all emotionally invested in these two as a couple? I would say yes. I think that they did a pretty good job of that. I think that uh, uh, Audrey Hepburn is my favorite part of the movie. I just think she does a very good job being the proto uh, prototype manic pixie dream girl. She um, is the the meme of like the the gif meme of the girl that's like I just like having guy friends more than girls they're much less drama it's a meme of like a girl getting pelted by like a bunch <laughs> of hot dogs in the face <laughs> yeah exactly um, and I don't think all of that is her fault I think that the the performance that she gives this is definitely someone who would potentially fuck up your life but yeah. I think well, also I mean she's sixteen she doesn't know anything <laughs> she <laughs> she's also I think they they do a good job of riding that line of like yeah she's she's got definitely her hangups and her issues but I think she's also at least reasonable enough that this could work out in the end I yeah. don't think it's she, destined she's got big for enough failure. dreams and ideals that you want things to work out for her yes exactly uh, yeah, um, it's the way that the the road to hell is paved <laughs> yeah. dreams and ideals yeah exactly uh but yeah, I think that Audrey Hepburn is just, she's a very attractive person in this. And I don't just mean that physically. I mean that she's just fun to watch. And it seems like this would be a person who would be at least reasonably well, fun to be Well, she's that archetype of girl that, like, you want to take care of her. and Like, she is the perfect example of, I need to fix this person. Sure. The kind of person you want to own. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know you can't. And it's I, like trying to put I a handcuff on water. My, wall. my least favorite thing about it is... You can lead a horse to marriage. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't kill Fred. You can. It's real easy. <laughs> it's called Vietnam. <laughs> Shit. Vietnam I don't know. I don't remember when uh, World War II. Korea. Korean War. Korean. Korean. World Korea. War II. World War II. <laughs> Mash. Bruh. Yeah, Mash was Korea. There we go. That's anyway. a Revolutionary War. Some shit. I don't know. Anyway, my least favorite. <laughs> he thing. died in the Civil War. <laughs> Which side was he on? The horse side. <laughs> the right side. <laughs> anyway, uh, my least favorite thing is. Probably the fact that, like, they, they don't, like, get together because she decides to, like, go say, no, I'm not going to go marry for money. It's that her options to marry for money are no longer there. And so she's like, well, 
fuck it. I guess I like this guy, so it'll work out. That I is think- that is a little weird because it feels like she's been romantically attracted to him throughout the whole movie. Yes. yes. And because it's exactly what you said, the resolution of the movie doesn't feel like no, it's if Joga a being- new prince of Bolivia shows up, she wouldn't ditch Paul. That's why I prince keep saying that she I don't is going to ruin his life. I don't think it's, I don't think that she necessarily would because I think that she is what she's looking for is security, and she doesn't believe she'll have that with Paul because she can't believe that someone would genuinely care about. I her. don't believe she'd have that with Paul. I don't know that she would He's necessarily. Go back to his gigolo ways. <laughs> is that I mean, she'd probably be old... cool with that if he was bringing in the money. <laughs> yeah, Paul Varjak, male gigolo. Anyway, I I think that is that is male gigolo walking... rom com. Deuce Bigelow, mm, male gigolo. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's like what genre is that film? I think it's, I think it's in the genre of Adam Sandler movies. I don't yeah, even think it's got Adam Sandler. Adam... That's it's fucking not, uh, but it... Polly Shore. It's, it's no, no, it's not. No, it's, it's not Polly Shore. Rob, it's, um, Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Yeah, yeah Polly Shore. Rob Schneider is is Adam Sandler movies genre. No, he is his own genre. He just also happens to be in a lot of Adam Sandler. It's a big crossover in the Venn. About this movie. <laughs> finish, finish your thought already, Rick. Jeez. <laughs> I'm so tired think, of getting interrupted. I think. <laughs> Will you give your rating so we can move on to Brian? I don't have much to say about this. Kill movie. all three of you. <laughs> I do in my garage. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I think that it, this would work a lot better if it had a more solid resolution with that. But I also don't know if that is part of like what gives it its staying powers. That is this imperfect resolution between two imperfect people. It is very um, Truman Capote. Yeah, and so I think that at the end of the day, this is a very good movie in terms of making that relationship interesting mm-hmm. but i don't know that it's a good movie in terms of like really sticking that landing for me personally and so it's hard for me to judge necessarily exactly where i want to put it um i'm i'm gonna go ahead and i think give it three and a half uh stolen masks out of five i think you're right on the money josh of like the, it's it's a very good movie i see why it is considered you know critically you acclaimed and all that the bar for I a lot of this kind i think of it movie. was a massive influence I, sure. I really think it was um and so yeah, I see where that came from. But yeah, Brian. Uh I now that you guys are saying that, I really think that they should have like if this were a, like wh- what was the name of the like Princess Dot no, the the movie about the girl in, on the Disney movie about the girl who becomes the princess of England. Princess Diaries. Princess, princess Diaries. Di- it yeah. is Princess Diaries. Okay. Yeah. If this were though one of those movies, she would have had to have picked between Dream Boy and mm. Money Boy. Yes. You know, I think that would have been a much bigger... It wouldn't have been as real of a thing, but I feel like I could have gotten more behind her character that she's changed and she's not all about the money because yeah. all her money options are gone, so yeah. I don't have any reason to believe but she won't... But they're not gone, though. There's like a, She asked for the list of like... She knows about the library now. She can get that anytime she wants. Yeah. <laughs> but that's my beef is that we, we haven't seen like the morning after where she's like, oh, I made a mistake. I have to go back to my old ways. And right. I... I have a big problem not disconnecting that from her character, which they wrote her character really well to be like that, sure. but I can't see like... You don't believe that she would yeah, it's, actually... This doesn't feel like real romance. This feels like him thinking this is romance and her never going to stop being a wild thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you make possible. my heart sing. <laughs> you make everything groovy. Correct. <laughs> uh... That's the one thing I we think, got. I think the uh, the Fred the Fred angle for her was probably the best option to humanize her and not just make her completely like I don't About know what. Yeah. yeah, I mean she's really cute and charming and stuff, but he he's a grown ass man. He should realize like this is a red flag. 
gig out up there. Red flags are different in the 60s. <laughs> That's She's fair. basically just one big red flag. Yeah, she is a red flag as a person. <laughs> Apparently in the 60s, being 14 wasn't a big enough red flag. And not in rural Texas. Yeah, no. uh, but when you're 16 and the Big Apple, if you make it there. You can make it anywhere. Yeah, but um, this is not what I thought <laughs> Breakfast at Tiffany's was about. Damn right about I, that. I really thought from the way you guys were talking about it, it was like a... a uh, my dinner with Andre kind of thing. Like, I thought there'd be more, like, people sitting around talking. No more breakfasts? Yeah, I thought there'd be breakfast, and I thought there'd be someone named Tiffany. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you should name movies important shit about the movie rather yeah, than something Capote. that's... She was what's gonna, wrong with come you? on, Truman Capote. She was going to run a diner. She was going to start a jewelry business. It was going to be great. That's right. Which I love Truman Capote, but they have habits. <laughs> and this is one of their habits. Uh... It's pre- pretty all right movie. Pretty, uh, I would like to know how many movies copy aspects from this movie because uh, I really don't know. Yeah, massive a- influence. Like, because after we it's saw- in the Library of Congress level of, of massive influence. Well, that's where Isn't I that think just, it's a movie. Yeah. But what if we, we go back to like there's a lot, of, but but it is a culturally significant one, is what it's considered. Sure. So, but I feel like if we go back and watch more 40s and 30s movies, we'll just see like what this is like ripped off from kind of thing. So, I don't know how original this is by standards because now i'm starting to figure out how like how old themes and movies are but, stay tuned for opinionated black and white movie reviews i, I think we'll <laughs> we be already fine. did one so we'll be all right okay. we can just watch more zach snyder movies those are black and white okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh three and a half out of five uh another unsuccessful marriage <laughs> damn <laughs> Three and a half out of five years old at your first wedding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Jeez. Is that in horse years? <laughs> yeah, there you go. So I hear what you guys are saying about this being culturally significant, and I have to give this movie props for the uh, the originality. Like the this particular spin on a rom com is something I don't feel like I've I've particularly seen, and I can appreciate that it spawned a hell of a lot of stuff that was in some way based on it. But at the same time, I found Holly's character, the longer that she was on screen, the mm-hmm. more insufferable I found her to be. Really? Which huh. may be the director's intent. I don't know. Obviously, that wasn't Rick's experience. So my Rick least... had a type. I have a type. I have a thing for Audrey Hepburn. So yeah. that's fair. Yeah. I mean, she is very attractive, but I feel like if her character, like she get her character gets by with so much, gets away with so much shit just because she's charming and she's pretty. And 16. Yeah. She's not actually 16. And if not for those things, this would be an entirely different story. So it being about like this person gets away with all of the stuff just because of the way they look, I find to be rather insufferable. So <laughs> when she gets her ass handed to her by uh, Fr- Frank, that, that's his name, right? Which one? The, the, the love interest, damn it. The main guy? Yeah. Fred. Paul? Fred. <sighs> Paul, oh, Paul, yes. Fred? Okay. <laughs> Paul I wasn't confident with Bar-Jack. the name. Jack. Pret- P-A-R-J-A-K. Pretend Fred, real Paul, is my problem, because everyone calls him Fred because he looks like Fred, and I'm sure that puts him in a very uncomfortable situation when he wants to date this girl. <laughs> yeah. We've got Paul. We've got Fred. We've got Holly. We've got Tiffany. If only I could meet someone just like you who doesn't remind me of my brother but's also rich. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> So when Varjak flips the ring at her, just like, I'm done with you. That's what that's the moment that feels the most satisfying yes. to me in this entire run. Yeah. Yes. Because we've seen just prior just the pure piece of shit that she is and chucking the cat out. Defender, Rick. 
I mean, that's a bad moment. She is. I think she is in the middle of having a mental breakdown. The only person she cares about in life is dead, and the only thought that she had to take care of herself has suddenly just blown up in her face. Like, it is a bad fucking day for her. And the guy that she's been sort of on and off dating is now making it real about him. I, I agree. I think the reason the scene is still so satisfying is that we've never seen her... We've never seen anyone call her on her like yes yeah she did well anyone that tries it. to call her on it she just walks past and pretending like they're super rats right yeah <laughs> well I mean a lot of the dudes that she was dating were super rats yes but yeah. she should not go out on dates with Th- people for were, money there were way too many like drunk old men banging on her door being like come on baby yeah I paid you for the bathroom you owe me sex now yeah five hundred dollars. Yeah. Those were super rats. Yes. So anyway, my favorite part is when she gets her ass handed to her. And my least favorite part <laughs> is Holly's character in general. With all that being said, I'm going to give it, uh, I'm st- I still recognize the significance. I'm yeah. going to give it three out of five square ball jazz. Square, square ball, ball jazz. jazz. That's oh. my beef is when there's a solid movie, but there's a main character that's just, I can't stand. Mm. Like, I hate that. I like, that. Yeah. It's, I really appreciate this, but I hate appreciating that character. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even really hate Holly. Oh, I don't I just, at all. No, I, I just. But I get what he's saying. Like that. that well, that the will problem is, if this character me. were introduced in a movie now, people would be like, "Oh, that's so me. I, that's my character." That would be annoying. Yes. And that's the beef. Like well, they don't recognize that this character is supposed to be bad. Right. Yeah. She is to be absolutely toxic. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Well, and it's because because I also get incredibly frustrated with her. She never gets like called out on yeah. her shit. Yeah. But on the other hand, it is very easy to see like, oh, there's reasons for her being so terrible. Yeah, this is yeah. a bad day. Like you're you're not gonna be your on your yeah, best. Yeah, she has a day. lot of bad days. But when when you have a though, she has she's pretty decent most of the time. She's not that. Again, I'm I'm comparing this to uh, if my, if someone if if someone. Woke me up at 3 a.m. crawling through my window. Mm-hmm. Hey. And then we hey, had a guy, little party. High, right? And then they fell asleep in my arms in bed. Uh-huh. And when I woke up, I was like, hey, who is this guy that you were like screaming about in your sleep? And, and she was like, said, no, you're fucking business. I hate snoopers. And then just leaves. I'm going to be like, okay, you're a little crazy. At that <laughs> point, that's that's the first big red flag where it's like, all right, I locked I mean, my window and we're done with I was going to take an elevator up to my room. If you're if you're going to go that far, the first red flag is she cries, climbs into your room and is like, hey, there's a guy that like thinks he owes me sex down See, no, no, no. no that, no, that that's fine. No, if someone comes if someone and says, "Hey, I feel like I'm in danger for someone yes, who's not who following me home." That's not how she plays it, and that's not her character at all. See though. that? Well, up but until, she's got to maintain the class. Yeah. Uh huh. Up until she's like, "Let me gig and beg with you," I would be like, "All right, I get in them." Like, sure. Now this is mm-hmm. becoming threatening to me. <laughs> this is becoming odd. Nogging out like. Not in a threatening, like, you're going to destroy me, like, with a knife, but right. in a way that you're going to fundamentally destroy my life. The claws are coming out, and the person's starting to latch on. Yeah. If you want to hear us latch on <laughs> to topics that we really Can't should just borrow drop. your bank card for, like, a, a few days. No big deal. <laughs> you can find more of our episodes at our website, opinionatedpodcast.com. Additionally, we're on social media at OpinionCast on Twitter and OpinionatedPod. Opinion. And opinionated yeah, podcast <laughs> at facebook.com. Yeah. Support our lavish lifestyle. Feel free to reach lifestyles. out to us at our email address, opinionatedmoviereviews at gmail.com. We always love hearing from you guys, whether it's your thoughts on whether you have piss troughs in your country <laughs> or suggestions for what we should watch next. If you get a chance, please follow us and leave us a rating on Spotify. Between that and you sharing us with your friends, it's the best way we have of getting out to new listeners. We always appreciate you guys listening. And until next time, we're, we're a river. river. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. 
We didn't even talk about her like eight foot cigarette holder. 